0: So we're going back to Daf Yud Aleph over here, Hashem, and we're discussing things in the Mishnah. We're going through the three categories of things, right? We discussed the concept of Heter Nadarma Parchim Ba'avir, okay? That seems like, the, as the way Rash explained it, very, very, very little remis. okay? Almost no connection to the Pasuk, Um <clears throat> to which Rava and the Gemara found some sort of connection. Well, a bunch of Tanayim found connections. R- uh, Rava asked on them, and he said, except for Levarmi Deshmoel. That one we were able to keep the mirror one, and then we went on to concepts things that were, Shabbos uh, Kaharim Hatluyim, B'Sara. Those were things that were suspended. We said are uh, like mountains of halachas suspended by a hair, meaning a very tenuous connection to the Torah. The way we. Just so we'll say it again. The way we prefaced it was that the Avoida and Avoida of the Tanoim was they had they knew what the halachas were, the Ramah and Parish Mishnah he says they knew what the halachas were. They, they, they were all given as halachal and Sinai. Then their Avoida was to try to connect the halachas that was given in Mitzahara to connect it to the P'suk in the Torah. So, what we're saying is these things they were able to find very, very shvacha connections. In, in the so they weren't able to learn it straight out, and we explained in each one why it was considered a more shvach connection. Either it's a, a din, a specific din, or halacha, or it's a shvach connection. Now, so we said we're in the Mishnah. So the Mishnah said, "What are the things that are kahara besara?" So we said Shabbos. We just explained yesterday the concept of melachas Right? We we spoke about how we know that the kariya uh, is a carbon, it doesn't mean make a party or dance around in circles like this, as I said, okay? And mi'ilois, which we discussed, one specific din, which was the fact that if the shliyach remembers after, after switching his money with the hektish money, and uh, he, he sends the shliyach out, and then he remembers later that we'll pin it on the shliyach, right? He can leave the shliyach hanging out, hanging out to dry. So those were the kar- uh, kaharim hatluim uh, bissar. Now, <clears throat> we're going to bring right here we're at the two, two dots, yud Aleph, Haman Aleph, Mikra Mu'at V'halachas Merubais, Tana, there's a Tana Brisa that's going to add to these things. Nigoyim, V'halais, so Nigoim would be like Mitzayra, V'halais, Mikra Mu'at va'halachas Merubais. Okay, these are also things that have, we said, um, the, the, the basics of K'arim HaKulim Basara is that there's Mikra little, Mu'at, little, little written about it, but lots, many halachas. So, we're going to adding to this, nigaim and Mikramuat v'alachasmu'at. So, Frekhtigamar first, one second. Nigaim, mikramu'at. Really? There's two whole. Nigaim, mikramu'at. How could you tell me that nagaim fits into this category of very little written about it? What do you mean? There's two partias in the Torah, that exclusively, pretty much exclusively deal with nagaim. Okay? So, Ammar, Papa, you're right. Hachi Kamar. Nigaim, mikramu'at v'alachasmu'at. Okay, whoops. So, when the Brysa was, it was contrasting. Oyelais has mikramuat halachas merubah, not like negayim, which, it's all written there. Okay? Alais mikramuat halachas merubah. The ahalais the, the is only a little bit is written about ayalais, all the dinim of ayalais, the in regards to ayalais, very, very little written. But halachas is lots of dinim. Umay nafkamina. So what's the mina, right? What's the, What was the price coming to tell us to compare and contrast these two things? So the Gemara says, I'll tell you what, very simple. It's weird to look when you want to know what the halachas are. So if you want to know, um, and it's, it's funny, it's actually funny, like I've, I've experienced this personally. Okay. So when the Gemara has brought, uh, when the Gemara has brought cases of Mitzayra, and I personally could, was confused, I just went, happens to be, I went to, years ago, I went to the, back to the Chumash and I read through the Pesukim. And with very few exceptions, the halachas follow almost exactly, it's, you know, the halachas that you're going to learn, or at least on the surface level, follow the psukim. There's a couple of exceptions, some, some loop, you know, Rashi fills it in for you there, but, so we see that concept that if you, if you have a, a suffolk as far as what to do, look at the psukim, because there's a lot written about it. I'm Don't look in the psukim, because there aren't a lot of psukim. So you're going to go to the Gemara and look to see in regards to what the halacha is for Thomas Elois. Next. So now, that was all the second category. That was really just finishing up the concept. Okay, there was a Bryce that brought a couple of things. What's the third category? We said. Okay, so what are dinim? Dinim is mishpat of mammon. So the Gemara says, Micht of ksivon. Okay, so what we're saying is, The, and Rashi points us out, we're stelling on the fact that in this third category of stuff in the Mishnah, of halachas, we say, So the Gemara is again asking, it's written, meaning, why are you calling these things smach? Rashi says, if you look in Rashi, Michtav Kseven, Rashi says, So why are we calling it a smicha? It's actually written in the posse. So the Gemara says what did are We're talking about, we're talking about a specific din, the din of Tanya, that the Brisa says, Rebbi Aymer, Nefesh, Tachas, Nefesh, That that means Mamayim. Now, what are we talking about over here? The posse in Mishpatim says, talking about one specific case. So it says, that their two men are fighting, and they, in the course of their fight, they strike a pregnant woman, asain. Okay, so if, if the woman doesn't die, so they hit the woman, but guess what happens? She loses her baby. Okay, so what's the punishment? That is money. You got to pay what's called demay vladas. What does the next pasuk say? The im osayn yeh, if the woman does die, meaning we're going to having a fight. And uh, or shooting, shooting guns and, and it strikes a, 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 an innocent passerby, a pregnant woman. So if the, if the woman lives, but she loses her baby, she miscarries and you have to pay money. Now the Pasuk seems to be saying, if the woman dies, Sounds like, well, two men are fighting or two people are fighting, and they by mistake kill a third person <laughs> So they had no intent on the person. They had, intent, they had intent on the action, but not on the person. So now, what the Pasuk says is nefesh tachas nefesh. So you might think, it sounds like, the, the mei v'ladas is money, nefesh tachas nefesh is life. So Rebbe Eimer, so what, what, what's this din of dinim that we're saying it's a smicha and it's not actually written in the Pasuk? Because what does the Pasuk say? Nefesh tachas nefesh, if you killed a woman. And that's not actually true, and that's why we're going to call it a smuchen, okay? Because that's not, this halacha is not specific specifically called out in the Pasuk. So you want to say if, again, two people are fighting, they hit a third person here, the pregnant woman, and the pregnant woman dies. So maybe, is not money? So We're going to compare the Nasata, okay, to the, the Nasata earlier, to the Nasata later, the earlier case, the later case, and just like the earlier case is, what? Money. So too, meaning the Demei Vlader, so too, if the woman actually died, that would also be money. Malalon maman, afkan maman. Okay, so that is the dinim that we're saying. Yes, I, the words are written in the pasuk specifically, but it's not as the pasuk seems to explain it. And that's why we're going to call it Smuchim. Okay, that's why we're going to put this in this third category of things. Avoidos. What is Avoidos? Right, again, the Gemara says, Mechtav Ksivan. What are you talking about? Bayikra. Right, plenty of specifics about all the Avoidos. Shechita. Kabbalah, right? So all there's plenty of specifics about avodah. So why are you calling it smuchim or smuches? So right, why did the passa why, why does the Mishnah say yes on Hamashay What do you mean? It's written in the Torah. So the is says on Hadam specifically the avodah of halacha Hadam. Now Halacha is so what is the proper order? Okay, so we know that the dam has to get from the the neck of the from the animal, okay, to be put on the mezbech. So you shech the animal, you do immediately what's called kabbalah. Okay, then you have to bring, ostensibly, bring the blood to the Mizbeach, and then you do zrika on the Mizbeach, right? Then you sprinkle on the Mizbeach. So like this, it doesn't say halacha. We know that you have to do Kabbalah. It doesn't say halacha, meaning, where do we say this? The Tanya, the Barses says, Vihikrivu. Now, Vihikrivu sounds like, I bring it, that sounds like halacha, right? So the Pasuk is coming off of it, it said Shechtit, and then Vihikrivu. Bring it. So that sounds like halacha, but no, says the Bryce. So, Zuka kabalas hadam. This is actually kabalas Saddam. This is that second step. Step one is shecht. Step, step two is kabala. be Makabala and a-kli. Step three is bring it. So even though it sounds like vihikrivu, to bring the dam to the mizbeach, but really it's talking about Kabbalah. Okay. And Rashi says speaks this out. Well, guess what? It has to be Kabbalah. Why? Because you can't get to Haylacha without being a at first. The blood comes out. In order to bring it somewhere, I got to put it into something that I can bring it. Okay? So therefore, it must be this Hekrivu is not Haylacha, but rather Kabbalah. It's a Kabbalah Saddam. And, right, we use Haylacha to chsev. Okay, so again, it's giving us a hint. Where do we see this? The concept of halacha. So we see by a murim, what is the halacha? Where, the, where, when we talk about the illumin bring, bringing the, the parts that are supposed to go on the mizbeach, that's a mitzvah of halacha that's spelled out in the, in, in the Pesach for the avarim, for the, for the parts that have to go on the mizbeach. So we see clearly that for a varim, the lashon of hikriv, Means halacha, bring it from point A to point B, meaning bring it onto this bayach. So evaram lekevish, right? That evaram marzu lekevish. Okay, So we see that a is, is is um, is not is, is not taken out of the category of kabbalah. Meaning like this. That and the way to explain this gemara is so we see here that vihikrivu must be in kabbalah. Because I can't even talk about halacha until I've done Kabbalah. Now, what's the thing about halacha? Halacha is not really a necessary havoidah. It's possible, right? It's, it, it's, not, it's not necessary because I could shech the animal right next to the mezbeach. And I could do kabbalah and then zrika. So I, don't, I can actually skip the kabbalah part of it. If the point is to get the dam from the animal to on the mezbeach, so if I just bring the animal very close to mezbeach, I shech it. In the and then throw it on the Mizbech. I don't actually need to do alaha at all. Okay, and therefore, so we're learning, so the Zahavah mean to say maybe it's not considered an Avodah. It's not written in the Pasuk because we're using that Pasuk to tell Kabbalah. Maybe it's not an Avodah. Kamash Melan, and that's why it's considered that it is actually an Avodah. What's the naf-ka mean? If it's an Avodah or not? Well, if you have a Machshavas piggel right, if you do something that would possible, there are certain things that you can do during the course of an that would possible the Karban. So we're saying is this is a real av-aidah. even though it's Quasi-optional, I could skip it. I could just check the animal right near the mizbeach and Bezarek Tadam No, that this is considered a real Havadah. And if one were to have a pasul Machshavah during the, dur- during the Halacha, okay, even though it's an optional Havadah, it would Paso the Karbun. And that is what we're saying when we said this is why we're calling it a smichos, right? It's not written in the Paso, and that's what we're learning. Next. Taharis. <coughs> so, again, the Pasuk says, we've seen, there are many Pesukim written about how to make things Tahar. So the Gemara says, what do, we're, we're talking about one specific act, right, aspect. Why does the Mishnah say, we call it a Yismichu, there's what, to lean on, but it's not actually written straight out. What are we talking about? We're talking about the minimum shear for a mikva. What is a mikva? What, what is the shear mikva? The lake The tanya we learned in a So this is telling us how one should uh, go to go to the mikva. So that What do we learn from bamayim? That tells us that it needs to be it needs, it, Rashi says, It has to be running water, not uh, not collected water, right? collected in a kli, it has to be rainwater. Okay, bimei okay. mikvah. Okay. So again, we're retarching the Pesach. Bimei mikvah. Okay, what does that mean? As kol b'sarai. So what we're saying is, mayim, mayim she kol gufoy oila That The mikvah has to contain enough water that a, a, a body, a, a person's body, could be covered entirely. Now, what is that? That's explicit, the says. Yeah, yeah, but we don't know how much it is. But we're learning from there. We can figure that out. I would say that work the Well, we see that there's a. Well, uh, and I think specifically the way to understand this is a, a way to understand this. I'm not saying this is for, sh- for short shot, but I'll be cautious of the Pusuk. you would say that it needs to be. Right? Like we 're going to say "ama amas. Then that 'll be poshtus, it has to be one by one by three. The person has to be able to stand up like the, one of those small showers, right imagine that uh, in there okay and what we 're saying is that the shear of the mikvah has to be proportional as, that, that it can fit his whole body in and what we, we translated into our we could say maybe is that and we 've had this before that the mikvah, even though right, the, the idea here is that the man should be able to stand in it, really it 's just a minimum shear of liquid that you need. And therefore, what's the nafka mean? Now, Do I have to be able to stand in, or can, we've had this before, can, can you sit, right? Or, so what we're saying is now, it doesn't actually mean necessarily a way to understand this is, a, w- a way to, um, necessarily that he has to be able to stand, and has to be uh, d- dimensional for him to be able to stand and walk in, but rather, memsa, any which way you get it, that is the share so of the mikvah. No matter, it's not subject to the person. It, well, you're correct, it's not correct, yeah. Actually, there is a uh, question they ask here that Shalash is a mamasha from the B'nei Haman. We had this before. That's without their heads. I've got <laughs> to work that out. Okay. Anyway. There's a other Okay. Temeos. So, again, Temeos is in the category. We said, Dinim, Avoidos, Taharis. And Temeos, okay, before we get to Arayas, so Temeos, so the Gemara says again, Mechtav Ksivan. There's a lot of Pesukim that talk about Tuma. So what are you talking about? So, El Elalachah, Dasha. We're talking about one specific shear of Tuma. That is Le men the like Siva. that the shear to be tameh for a sheretz is right that's a unique shear we have other all sorts of other shiurim right we know that there's um riviyas okay we've had o- o- okay so there's all other shiurim but where do we know for Sharetz is Ka'adasha. and how do we learn that from D'itanya we learn it from a it says bohem so the pasuk says bohem Kasha yitzma bohem talking about a sheretz so yachol Okay, so it sounds like that in order to become Tameh, you have to touch the entire Sheretz. It's the entire creature. Tamalomer, mayhem. No, it's a portion. Mayhem is just a chilek of it. You don't have to have, you know, how do you become Tameh by sherets? It doesn't have to be a full Sheretz. It could be part of it. Yahoma So you might think a little tiny bit. Tamalomer, bahem. Okay, and what we're saying is I have to reconcile these two concepts. It sounds like I have to touch the Sheretz. But then it also says, "I only. How do I become tame? Only by touching a part of the sherritz. So which one is it? Is the it whole or just a part? Well, the answer is that we're talking about minimum shear. So the minimum shear is going to be the a little bit that would be the shear of of something that is in its entirety. What does that mean? Why?" And what we're saying is that what is the shear? It's kadasha. So I reconcile the bahem and mayhem to say it's full and partial. Well, what does that mean? So the Gemara says, sheken chilasa So what we're saying is minimum. The shear for any Tumash sheretz is the minimum of a full measure of a specific sharetz, right? So find me what is the smallest sherets as a complete creature, that will now be the sheer tumah, even if I'm only touching part of the sherets, not the full sherets. Okay, and where do we, where do we find that chair? Shekein chimet techilasa a snail. The way Rashi seems to descri- describe it. Some sort of has a round circular thing that grows, sounds like a snail. Okay, chemit khilasa v'ka'adasha is the, the initial stage when it's considered a, ber- a beria is ka'adasha. Okay, so that is the smallest one. That he says he learns it from the, the znav of the littaa like a lizard. Okay, meaning, and what we explain is that if somebody cuts off the tail of a lizard and there's a shear of an adasha, it has mifarcheches, uh, it, 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 it jumps around. So it has some sort of chiyas in there, and therefore that becomes the minimum shear of what we'll call a baria, And that's how we say bahem. What's the she'er tumah of a sharetz? It's bahem, full creature. Mayhem, meaning the smallest shear that I need for a, a full creature, which is a kadashah. And that's how we're learning it. Again, so it's not specifically straight out in the Pusset. We have to reconcile these two sukkim to work it out. And that's why we're putting it in the category, th- category three of our Mishnah, which is, category three of our Mishnah, which is things yesh lohem ha-mashah yesh mechuh. So... We spoke about this yesterday. Um, the Ramah Impression Mishnah explains that Halacha Moshe Misinai is when I can't find the Pasuk. Really, all Halachas came from Moshe Misinai. The Tanayim then tried to attach it to different sukim. So, when we say Halacha Moshe Misinai, it means I failed to find a Daraisa Makar for it. I can have it an okay, something like that, but it's not a Daraisa Makar. So, we're, I think the way to understand the Mishnah using that Raman Piyush is, is that these things they fail to reach the bar of straight up in the psukim, but like we explained, but we have here three levels in our Mishnah of things that have some sort of connection to a pasuk. So we're not willing to give up and just call it a straight up halachal mishmi sinai, meaning halachal mishni I failed to find the pasuk. No, we're finding some sort of connection to a pasuk. Here, we're calling it a smach. We had kahar and b'sar. The and then we had the third is parchem ba'avir. What we're saying is, in the, especially the way Rashi explains it on, on parchem ba'avir for heternidarem, he says there's a ktsas remez, a little bit of a remez. So again, it's if you view halakhal mishmissinai as a fail to find a specific explicit pasuk, so then you, I think it's a, a, a way to understand this Mishnah. I'm not saying it's the only way, the way I understand this Mishnah that we're on a spectrum here. Right? The end one end of the spectrum is a full up suck, a Pasuk, or gazer sharp or something like that. The other extreme is alaqh and these things kind of fall somewhat in the middle. That's the way I understand it. Okay. Arayas. So what's the the third thing is Arayas. So Gemara says, one second, michtav Says plenty of arayas in the pasuk. So. ella We're talking about a specific case of a That the punishment of if somebody is uh boil, their daughter, who is daughter from an anusasai, not a married woman, that is not written. Now, it's very important to say that was, what is ishobita? If a, if a person lives with a woman and her daughter, so then what's the, what's the, what's the, the penalty is? Srefa. Okay, now the problem is, when we come to Arise, yes, even though <coughs> I'll find, and we'll, we'll quote a few psukim over here, we'll quote a few psukim, and we'll, we'll get into this just a little bit, okay? Um, if I have an understanding, it'll be good preparation for Yovamas. Okay, so the the punishment is strefa like we said. Now the problem is that we have a, a thing called Ein Unshin, we have din, that says Ein Unshin and Adin. Okay, meaning I can't give a punishment from a Kalva So even though, let's say a granddaughter, okay, someone's a granddaughter, we know that the punishment is gonna be Strefa. So for sure I would say if they're their own daughter, it should be Strefa. But if it doesn't say it in the passage, or I can't find a or something else. Then We can't use a kalvachimer to be under. So we need to tie it together with real pesukim. So what's going on over here? The like Amar Amar Li Reb Yitzchak Baradimi. Asya Hena Hena Asya Zima Zima. Okay, now you're going to hear this a lot. Comes up throughout chas, Asya Hena Hena Asya Zima Zima. So what are we talking about? Well, let's start with the pasuk in Byikra, and Rashi speaks us out. But pasuk in Byikra, Perek Yud Ches, Perek Yud Ches, pasuk Yud Zayin says the following. Ervas isha ubita loysegale. Okay, so one should not uncover the erva. Right, live with, have relations with a woman and her daughter. As baspina, the as basbita, her granddaughter. Okay, as esbasbita, Esbaspina, meaning her a, a granddaughter from woman, son, daughter, woman, daughter, daughter. Okay, loysekach legalaservasa shara zimahi. So we learn that these, it's shara means a lashon of closeness, it's the skin, zimahi. So we use a lashon of heina and zima. Okay, got that. Good. Now we have another puzzle that says, that's talking about a woman, being a, a woman and her daughter. Okay, now, mistama that's talking about from marriage. So married to a woman. A, he is not allowed to have relations with her daughter. Okay, and, and her granddaughter. Then we have another puzzle that says, ervas bas bincha, ay bas so we have, again, here, we see that a man's, nothing to do with the woman, right? Now, this is where we're going to say, that a, a, man's, a man can't have relations with his granddaughter. Okay, that's two A's of granddaughter. Daughter's daughter, son's daughter, okay? So now, that cannot be Bitoi mei. That can't be bitoy mei because I would know that from the other pasuk we had, which is isho bito. Because if, if, it's, if we're talking about a child that was born through marriage, so then the issue would be Ishaobita. So lmi, what do we have to be talking about? This is Bitaiman of Sasar. So what did it say? It said, Ervas baspincha, basbitcha, loisigale ervasan, ki ervasucha heina. So we learn the heina there. That connects it to the what well, we said, ervas ishaubita lisagales, paspinovaspas, shara hena zimahi. Okay, so we learn from there that. So we learn from there that when we talk about bas bitcha, it must be me'anusasay. So we must be talking about from an, an anusa, somebody who was not through marriage, and tie it to the third pasuk, which is vayikra chaf, where, where do we have that pasuk is going to say he'na, so it's going to carry the he'na, and it's going to carry the zima. So I connect the bas, bas bitcha bas bencha, which only said he'na, and I know that that has to be me'anusasay, to the pasuk that says he'na and zima, and that right, that talks about um, and then if you look at the other Pasuk of Isho Bita uh, it says a woman and her mother it's Ishobita the other way, Zima hi so here I got my Zima so if I want to know what's the penalty for Bita ime'anusasai Zima hi, what does it say here? so I learned from here through Zima what we call Hena Hena Zima hi Hena Hena Zima Zima, by connecting it all the way back to the Pasuk in by Yikra Khafia So we see the concept here that the penalty for Bita Manu okay, and that is what we're saying is learned not straight out. It's not a straight up Gaza shava, but that is Yesha Yesha Masha Yesmaku fits into the category of something that's in in between on the spectrum. Okay, so uh Asya Hena Asya Zima Zima. So we see that Bita Meana the penalty would be, just like Isho Bita learned from Hena Heina Zima Zima, that the penalty would be straightfor. So the Mishnah finally ends and the parak ends Hain Hain Gufei Torah that these things right, ending with harayas, are Gufei Torah so the Gemara says one second these are all things like we said right? there's stuff that we couldn't find the Pasuk to at all that would be in the category of the Mishmi Sinai. there's stuff that there, there are Hawachas that are clearly written we have Xeroshavos HaKishim whatever we have how we learn them from normal so that's there now we're discussing with the stuff in the middle so Frech the Gemara one second you're saying these three things these are the Gufei Torah what about the stuff that I have a real Pasuk for? Well, that's also Gufei Torah, right? I mean, that is Gufei Torah. So, hein, hein, gufei Torah. in hanachloi? Stuff that I have a real, didn't that I have a real Pasuk for? Elo'ema, hein, ve hein, got to put a there, okay? Hein, ve hein, gufei Torah. That they're both. What we're saying is that these things over here, even though the connection that I find to the Pasuk is tenuous, still, we're going to consider it gufei Torah, just like there was a real Pasuk. Okay, don't think any less of these halachas, these are real halachas. Let's start the new parak, and the new parak is going to pick up. Even the stuff listed in this Mishnah, don't think anything less of it. Yeah, so the Mishnah uh, ended, right? We brought in this Mishnah because it had Chagigas, right? Before it, Chagigas is one of the things, okay, and what did we end with? Arayas, right? That was the last thing. Okay? Now, talking about Arayas, okay? Now, the, you, what we're going to say is you, one cannot learn Arayas, a Rebbe, can't teach it. It sounds like the Havamina is, the way Rashi explains the Mishnah is, shlesha means a Rebbe to two Talmidim. So you can't teach it to two people. We're going to modify that very soon. Okay? One, one Rebbe can't teach one Talmud to Meisah Sounds like you can't learn merkava ma'aser merkava at all. Elam Cain, right? And this is going to be a steer in the Gemara. But Elam Cain, Okay, the only way that one can learn uh, ma'aser merkava is if he was a chacham midaitu. He's going to understand it on its own. Like we said, we're going to uh, modify this. We'll relearn the first part of the Mishnah momentarily. Call Anybody who looks at four things, rossoy Okay, Rasul says rossoy is Lashon of Okay, but I mean, we, we, we translate it as roi, right? It's as roi like kiilu Would it be better for him not to come into the world? Don't don't spend don't dwell on these topics. So if you're mistakab baradaram, what what are these four things? Malamala, malamata. What is above the earth? What's above the, the rakias? We'll see. We're going to go through the gemaras later. We're going to go through which rakias you're allowed to go through seven, maybe eight. Okay, you're allowed to learn about, but past that, you're not. Malamata. What's below? Okay, so what would I say is? So there's two Pshatim here that Rashi brings down. Rashi says it's east and west, and actually the Gemara is a little bit more like that. So what we're saying is stay in the world, stay in the world. Okay, where we define the world, don't go too far to the left, too far to the right, too far to the north, too far to the south. Okay, the other Pshatim is, sounds like where the words say themselves, is what happened before the world was created, and what happened, what will be after the world is done, don't dwell on those topics. And somebody who has no, uh, right, no pity, he doesn't take into account the covet of his creator, we'll have to see the Gemara, we'll explain what that means later. So now, let's go back to our first question. It sounded like what we were saying was, that, meaning a Rebbe to Talmidim, can't learn a Reyes, meaning it has to be less than that. Mayas of can't be a Rebbe in a Talmud. Merkava, not even a yachid. But then we said, Ellen Cain, So he could learn it on his own. So which one is it? So the Gemara says, <laughs> Amrit Bereshul Levi Amrit Cain Haya What the Gemara is saying is, since we, and the way Rashi explained in the Mishnah, is since we backed ourselves into the understanding of Beshleshim, meaning a Rebbe plus two Talmidim, it sounds like I have a steer when I get to Maiser Merkava. Now, I just want to be clear, Maiser Merkava is like Yecheskel, right? Kisei things like that. Okay? Um, so we don't, we don't really uh, discuss it. I heard uh, Rabbi Gross said on this thing, he sent out, that said that it's interesting that we discuss Maisel Merkava when, specifically Chazal instituted, when the only time we lane it publicly is Shavuos morning, it's a cheskel. Okay, why? Because everybody's sleeping anyways. Nobody's being ma'ayin into it. We don't want people to be ma'ayin into it. Okay, so um, he says the same thing Maisel Bereshis, that Bereshis, is this is now from Mary that Bereshis always comes on a short week. Because you coming off the of Simchas Torah again, we don't want you to spend too much time on Ma'aseh nice Beresheis. So Chazal uh, worked it out that it's it's where it's it, it, they occur in a time where we're not going to um, you know we're not going to violate this. Fine. So Hachikamar, we're relearning the mission. Hachi Kamar, Ein Darshin Be'Rayis Lishloisha. Ah. So now it doesn't mean Beishloisha; it's Lishloisha, meaning, meaning a Rebbe with three Talmidim. Well, now it makes a lot of sense. Ein Darshin Be'Arayis. Lish Laysa, so Arias can't be a Rebbe and three Talmudim. My can't be a Rebbe and Um can't be a Rebbe and two Talmudim. Okay? And L'Merkava Merkava Yachid can't be a Rebbe and a Talmud, Elam Kinhaya, maybe meditay if he's able to quasi-understand it all on his own. Now it's interesting, just wanna, and that's how we would learn. Can't teach it to two people, but L'Merkava Merkava Yachid. You can't teach Merkava to a uh, even, to a, even to a Talmud okay? meaning that what we're saying is the only way to teach Merkava and we're going to see this is you teach outlines. So we're saying you can't really teach, teach, give it over as you know a, a, a case unless it's somebody who's a Chachon, maybe you give him like a little bit of the outline and he has enough Chachma. And it's interesting to Ben Yadier you know, points out if you look at the word of the Mishnah, what did it say? Not Elem who Hu Chachon Medaytoy so you can't you can't go for a hair in front of a rebbe. Okay, good. I'm going to teach him ma'isim erkava. No, It has to be established to you that you knew that he was a chacham. You knew that this talmud was a chacham. You know him well enough to know that he's going to be able to learn it. Then, right? Then, with in the proper way, you could teach. One could teach the rebbe. Can't teach him ma'isim erkava. Okay. We may be disqualified from from Want What cancel the shir? Oh, you're saying you want to just skip Yavamos based on this? I hear. Okay, well, here's the thing. So, we, no, what it has to mean is that when we give a shear, we have to have at least three people here. Okay? <laughs> and so, each one, take that on your own and make sure that you're going to show up for your It's Fine. Okay? And I'm going go back to the Ereven days where there's like one person. Sender's there's the only person showing up, okay? Not just three people. But two. No, now we're saying. It's three. And we'll try to understand. That's what we modified the Vishnu, saying now it's Lish, not Bid, but it's Lish Lisha. So one Rebbe, two, three Talmidim. Yeah, um, you can't teach specifically the three Talmidim. We'll see why in a second. Lish My time, What's the reason? Okay, so let's try to understand why is three problem. It says, Ish, Ish, El Kol She'er A little drushy over here. Ish, Ish, El Kol She'er right. Ish, Ish is tray. She'er be sorry is khat that's three the person is ish ish alko share be sorry lagsigrible so it seems We're saying don't teach so don't teach which ish 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 alko share with three people so in fact, the fact that gamara really if so then we have problems with the other deenam cursing Hashem. ish ish shery tamizara lamala what we should say is that you're only able to teach these topics if there's more than two and that's not true, okay? So you can't tell me Ishish, ish, so if Ishish means two, and here we're saying share is three, so we're saying is you can, E'n Dershin Barayas lishloisha, okay? So if that's true, then, if that's true, then you would have restrictions on these halachas as well. Ela Hanumi Bo'ylei L'Rabbes is Han so what is the ish ish? No, it's not coming to tell me quantity of people that a Rebbe may teach to, but rather it's telling me Ish-ish is coming to be Marba goyim as well, that they have this iser. Okay. And to tell me that a goy is Asr and Avazara like a Jew is, so too, Hainami, so too, the ish-ish by Arias is Mibayal Rabbi San Nachrim, Shemuzar al Arias Kisra. To tell me that that Arias is going to be Asar to goyim as well. Okay, and therefore you can't learn from here that it's talking about a restriction of how many people a rebbe is allowed to teach it to. So Ella, let's try a different pasuk. Ella me dechsevu shmartem es mishmarti. So levilti asoys meichukois ha toyei evoyis hashera Right, that's the pasuk in kedoshim. So that's the shmartem es mishmarti. Ushmartem es Mishmarti is chad. Okay, so ushmartem is two. Mishmarti is chad. So that would be three. Vamrachmana levilti asoys meichukois ha toyei Okay so it sounds like don't do meaning don't engage with three and that would be Ain lishloisha. that's how I would understand it if so guess what i have other things that say ushmartem ushmartem sashabas ushmartem um ushmartem right to make sure to make sure that nobody the kayanam have a din to make sure that no that no one enters the the base okay who is who's not supposed to be there okay so again that but we use a lachon of ushmartem so if you're telling me that the ushmartem is Megala, how many people I'm allowed to teach it to, so these halachas also should have some restriction in regards to, and we don't find a restriction, we said, Arayas, Maisa Barashas, and these things aren't restrictions, so, Elam Ravashi, my Arayas what does that mean? We're talking about specifically in Dorshim B'Sisrei Arayas, we're talking about certain uh, specifics, very specifics, Zakt Rashi, She'einem Mifurashas kigain, B'itamina Right, the one we just came off of. These are what we call Sisera Okay, It's not Pasher in the Psukim. We don't learn it. Why? Because my Taima Svarahu. So really we're not learning from a Pasuk, it's a svara. Betrei <clears throat> ki asvi kame So let's say, and what we're essentially saying is don't teach it to three people because what's going to happen? If you have three people sitting with a Rebbe uh, and what we're saying is don't a Rebbe should not teach it um, right to three because they're sitting there. So, let's say you had a Rebbe teaching it to two which is how you're allowed to do it for Arayas. So now, the Rebbe is going to explain it to one of them. The other one is going to—he's sitting there twiddling his thumbs. He's going to take a bathroom week? No, he's going to listen to the discourse back and forth, and he's going to be engaged in the conversation, even though the Rebbe is addressing one Talmud. The other Talmud will listen in very closely to what's going on. So, Tlosa but Let's say, but what say you have a Rebbe that's teaching to three people? Guess what's going to happen? Chad Shackle Vatari, B'haday Rebbe, Rabbi. Right, one person is going to be learning directly with the Rebbe. The Hanach Tre. What are the other two going to do? They're going to go off and learn in their own Chavrusha Okay, that they're not gonna know exactly what the Rebbe said. They're not gonna be able to quote the Rebbe and get the proper hairaah. But also the mystery is sure by Okay? And we'll have to see why Dafka Rayas in a second here. So what we're saying is when, they are, when the Rebbe's is teaching to three, one guy's gonna learn with the Rebbe, the other two, because they can have a conversation amongst themselves. They're gonna have a conversation amongst themselves, and they're gonna miss out hearing the proper law from the Rebbe. Okay, so the whole Torah, we should have this issue anytime you're teaching. So the verse says, that there's a certain taiva, right, that our body wants to trick us. Our mind wants to trick us to learn the halaha wrong because it's a taiva for our eyes. Okay? gezel nami. Taiva for our was taken away. Iachi, gezel nami. So what about gezel? right, so Gezel also, if you're saying Gezel and Arayas, so when it comes to Gezel, why don't our mission list Gezel that you can't teach in front of three people because you might not hear it, there's a time for that. Arayas is bein b'fanum, bein shaloi b'fanum. Because we're talking about here where, where there's not an Arayas that he could be bail in front of him. It's talking about the So. The taiva for Arayas is always, it's in a person's head, but the taiva of Gezel is only when there's an, op- it's opportunistic, only when there's an opportunity. So therefore Arias Be'em Befanov, Shaloi Befanov, Nafish yitzre that the yitzhar is strong, even when it's in the theoretical. Gezel, it's only Befanov, is when there's a yitzhar Befanov, Nafshay Yitzrei, Shaloi Befanov, Befanov, Nafish yitzre that Gezel, yes, there's a strong Yetzirah, but only when it's there, when you have the opportunity to do it. However, we don't have um, such a strong gaiter for it when there's not opportunity for a in front of one. Okay, we'll stop here and um, we'll pick up with nicer to tomorrow. So, to review, let's start with at the end of the last parak, we were discussing the things that we said are keharim. Ha'filim b'sar, right? Things that are hanging on by hair. Okay, so what did we say that those we were, and, and we went? We said the ilos, Shabbos, the ilos, chagigos, right? Those are all those things. And we said what we said that shehe mikra muat v'halacha is merubos. And then, then we added to it, we added to it negayim and oyalos are things that are mikra muat malchus merubos. I'm going to ask one second, negayim has a lot, Tazriyam B'Tsairah. So he said, yeah, we're contrasting the two. Really, that means that's halachas mu'atais, mikra harbe, right? It means that everything that's there, halachas meaning stuff learned out, that if, if you look at the psukim, it basically encompasses uh, the vast majority of the halachas there. Contrasting that with the oilas that are mikra mu'at, halachas merubah, it's like the other things listed in our Mishnah. What's the Naft Who cares? Asked the Gemara. It depends on if you have a question, where are you looking? Are looking in the Pasuk? Or are you going to look in the Gemara? Okay, so he said... Um, that was so. That was all in category two. Category three were things that we said dinim, etc. Dinim, uh, mamain, avoydos. Okay, we said those are all yeshlam Masha yismechu. And the gemara by each one said, "What do you mean yismechu?" Let's start with dinim mishpat mama, and that's there. So right, it's written in the Torah. We have right, and you have a mishpatim. It goes through all the dinim of mama. So we say no, but we're talking about a specific. Each of these talking about a specific din, and therefore dinim is discussing the concept that if one accidentally kills, um, right, is in a fight and accidentally kills the wrong person, so what we're saying is that you pay with mammon, and you don't pay with misa, according to Rebbe. And we learned that from the case above, where it's the mevladus of the pregnant woman. The next case we said is avoidos. okay? We said avoidos. we said, what well, do you mean, there's plenty of avoidos. the whole vayikra. We said, no, we're, we're talking about halacha's dam, that we learned from a krivu that even though halacha, the dam, is considered an optional avoida because one could just bring the animal close to his back. Chef, that they do the Kabbalah and immediately do Zerika. There's no, no halacha required. Still, it's going to be considered an avaida. We're not talking the second. It's going to be considered an avaida um, to pass your carbon if the situation should arise. Okay. Then we said Taharos. That is specific to the Sheer Mikvah, That it's Mem Sa. We said Tumas was Lecha Adasha, right? Because we said Bahem and Mayhem. We have to figure that out, right? What do we mean? do? I need a full creature or not or partial? And the answer is I need partial. Is the sheer Tuma for a Sheretz? Of what the smallest of a full creature, what the right full of, of the smallest creature would be. Then we said Arias. that's rabbis bita manasasuf, henehaima, zima, zima. And we said hein hain gufe Torah. What do you mean hein hain? Hain vehein, right? That these things, meaning even the things in our Mishnah, which don't have a clear, clear psukim, they're all dinim d- d- learned out. There's some sort of smach remez, right? There's some sort of, we're creating the connection. So we're gonna say that it's also gonna be goofy terra. Then we started the new parak. We said, picking up on a rayus, ain't dose my rayas uh bigimel. Okay, and we said, and we said is put with two and recover with one, and the way we understood it, the only way that makes sense is you have to have three, okay, that ain't dash by raising ligimal, right? And it's not really big it's ligimal. Two, three. And we said why? So first we tried to learn about from Sukhum, ish, ish. Legalis. We said they have a problem with all the other halachas that are issues that don't have a restriction on how many people it can be taught to. We tried to say uh um, um, right? We tried to learn it from the pasuk of ushmartem and mishmarti We said, well, if, if, if that's talking about restriction of how many people I can teach it to, then anytime it says. Uh, um, um, Ushmartim, I would be restricted as well, right? We create issues and we don't find that to be the case. So we said that, what is it? It's specific, it's a, it's a Svara. And the Svara is you shouldn't teach to three people because if if you're teaching to two, right, that's why you should only do it with two, if you're doing it with two, so then the, the third wheel will listen into your conversation. But if you're teaching it to three, then we're afraid the one will engage with the Rebbe, the other two will be talking, they'll miss out. And since Arai is specifically a topic that the Nafshi uh, the, 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 it's nafish Yitzrei, like we said. There's big yitzhar for Arias, Even when it's contrasting it with Gazela. Gazela, yes, is a big, as, there's a big there's a big for that as well. But it's only if it's fun of it. So you have the opportunity to steal. But Arias is a big a big yitzhar, and therefore the um, your mind would try to fool you. So we want to make sure that to create a situation where the talmidim are going to be fully engaged with their Rebbe to learn the proper halachas.